Hello, The Initiated. My name is Marcus Yunikala, and this is the Be A Better Artist podcast. It's been a while since I made an episode. I'm wearing this uh, Snorlax in the hedge t-shirt to kind of represent my activity levels in relation to this podcast. Now, obviously, I've been through these kind of cycles a few times now, and I don't intend to give any excuses regarding that. It is a failure from my part. And a very sad one because this podcast means a lot to me. It is something that I genuinely want to work on a tremendous amount. But as we've talked about many, many times on this podcast, you don't want to beat yourself up excessively over these kind of things. What matters the most is getting back on the horse, starting to work again, trying to align your actions with your goals and your values. And that's what I'm trying to do here. I have, in fact, filmed a ton of Be A Better Artist episodes. I simply was doing them in my car. And now I have an excess of probably about 100 episodes, but I've concluded that making them sound good from an audio perspective is simply too taxing of a task and hard to make work. There was a lot of stuff in there that I'm proud of, and I would absolutely accept them as good episodes of this podcast. Those are now gone. They're not salvageable. I've tried multiple times. That's it. Let's move on. Which is consequently going to be the topic of this episode. I want to talk about all of the wasted work that I've done. Because it's obviously extremely easy for me to look at 100 episodes that each took 30, 40 minutes, maybe an hour to film. That's 100 hours or even in a best case scenario, which it isn't half of that would be 50 hours down the drain, never putting them out, wasted content, wasted time. And all of those episodes are now going to amount to absolutely nothing. Why did I bother? I suck. Why do I even try doing this? What's the point? That is certainly one way of looking at it. And it's easy to find yourself in that space if that becomes your focus. Now, we've talked about focus a ton on this podcast. And you want to be extremely careful of what becomes your focus. Is focus a conscious thing that we control? Or is it something beyond our control? And to me, it seems the truth is something in between. Because you have all of these automated processes and systems in you guiding your focus into various things. Some of it derives from your evolutionary needs. Some of it perhaps derives from these higher cognition parts of you. And a lot of these patterns of behavior and thinking have been taught to us. We teach them to ourselves and also other people teach them to us too. So there is going to be a bunch of automated processes that are going to be running in the background based on where you stand right now. And unless you put conscious effort on guiding your focus, you will be at the mercy of that automated process. One of the most important things that I try and deploy at a continuous basis is really asking myself, can I do anything about it? If the answer is yes, then great. Now you can act. Now you can work to do something about it and hope that it changes for the better in the future. But if the answer is no, then it's equally relieving and freeing because you know, I cannot genuinely do anything about this. So why do I waste my time and focus and energy if it's ultimately something I cannot influence, something I cannot control? 
And the truth is, looking at the material that I filmed, I cannot change the recording quality. I can't change the fact that I was in a car. I can't change my recorder, my microphone. I can't change the software that I'm using to process that audio. All of these things are beyond my control. I can do the best with those tools, but if that best is not enough, then I have to say, well, that's the end of it. And I need to have the realism and the courage to say that those are the limitations that are present here. And I have to be proud of the fact that I can look at that and say, doesn't work, ditch it, move on. So that's really the foundational basis that I wanna have as my bedrock, as I build a new perspective from this. Now, when it comes to these wasted episodes, so to speak, that will never see the light of day, I could look at that from a perspective of lost work, which it absolutely is. But that's not the only perspective that I can be looking at. How can I look at this from a positive perspective? I must focus on the fact that this podcast has to go on. It needs to continue. This is too important for me. So focus on the bigger picture, focus on the fundamental goal that you want to have and let everything be in the service of that. Forget about your ego, forget about personal disappointment and finding personal retribution. All of that should be secondary to the values you want to uphold and the goals that you want to achieve. So in the light of that, how am I currently looking at the 100 plus episodes that I filmed for this podcast that will never see the light of day? Right now, I'm looking at them as practice. That's what it was for me. Again, I would love to have those episodes out and edited and be a part of this podcast. But since that is not an option, how do I orient myself to look at that effort in the best possible light. And for me, it is practice. I have racked in a hundred hours of talking on camera, talking about complex issues and trying to articulate them in the best possible fashion while helping myself figure out where I stand with these topics, what are actually my current thoughts and opinions and takes and feelings about these different topics. I've actually racked in a hundred hours, probably beyond, of work figuring out where I stand while trying to improve those skill sets. Because I could also be looking at this time period from a different perspective. It could also be the case that I did not record a single episode of the Be A Better Artist podcast during this time period. And that would have been way worse. Sure, in this situation, I do not get to put out those 100 plus episodes of the podcast, but I did get 100 plus hours of training. I did practice all of those relevant skill sets during that effort. And it has kept me sharp. And I'm hoping that it has sharpened me overall compared to what I was previously. So that's how I look at it. Practice work, putting in the work, sharpening all of these relevant skill sets, trying to become a better speaker, trying to become a better decoder of topics and subjects, exploring new ways of trying to make sense of them, not only for myself, but hopefully for someone else as well. 
and putting in this practice and work is especially good for someone like me who has really sucked at speaking for the majority of their life. This is still a relatively new thing for me. I've only been filming myself and trying to develop my thinking for a few years. And I'm pretty sure if I hadn't been filming these episodes, I would have regressed backwards. You really begin to lose the stuff that you don't stick close to you. So all things considered, I'm extremely happy about still filming and still working on these topics and trying to figure out where I stand with them and how I can hopefully make them accessible to others. And I bring the topic of this video up because this is a position where a lot of creatives find themselves in. During your career, whatever it is that you do as a creative, there's bound to be a moment where you put in a lot of work. It's a project, it's a collaboration. There's something that you're gonna do and at the back end of it, it feels like it has amounted to nothing. Let's say your deal backfires, a company goes down, maybe there's an inherent flaw in your creative ideas or approaches or technical aspects. There's gonna be a moment where some tremendous effort goes sideways or goes into the ditch and it amounts to nothing on paper in terms of how that project manifests itself in this world. Maybe a podcast episode, maybe an album, a book, a dance choreography, an acting job, whatever it is that you do, there's going to be a project where you put in a lot of effort and nothing comes of it, either because of you or because of someone else. That is bound to happen. I can promise you that. And in those moments when it feels like there's so little left in your hands, there's nothing tangible that you could take away from that failure, I invite you to redirect your focus. Look at some of the other aspects that you developed along the way. And obviously I hope that you get to reap all of the benefits of a creative project. I don't want you to be in a position where you simply have to look for the good in the bad. But unfortunately, these situations do transpire. And in those moments, it's extremely important to focus on the good. Because if you're not doing that, it's very likely you'll be focusing on the bad, as we tend to do as sort of a default. That's because of our evolution. You need a lot more negativity to stay alive when there's a bear in the bush. You need to be skeptical about that. Or when a fellow tribes person is scheming against you. You need negativity to be able to detect those threats. But it's very easy for that fundamental negativity to bleed into other areas in your life where it begins to dominate when in truth it doesn't need to dominate. And in fact, perhaps most of the areas in our life would benefit from conscious positive focus on the things that we have indeed gained from the effort, even though the back end, the outcome of it in a sort of a on paper sense, isn't anything to be excited about. And you don't want to do this to reconfigure the bad. You want to do this so that you ensure lasting, positive, beneficial outcomes in the future. 
because what typically happens is we go through some hardship, we go through difficulties and they suck. And now we're all negative about what happened, understandably so. But if you take that and say, well, I suck and everyone sucks and the industry sucks and music sucks and the consumers suck and social media sucks, advertising sucks, the label is corrupt, it's impossible to break through, whatever it is that you are leaning against to explain the difficulties that you're going through, how do you think you can do anything positive from that kind of a position? If you occupy that kind of a mindset and have that kind of a focus in your life, what good do you think you can do from that kind of a position? So this realigning focus is really about ensuring that you continue onwards. It's about the future. It's not about trying to redefine whether this bad situation you went through was really bad or, or good. You're not trying to erase the bad and say, oh yeah, it was good because I learned so much and I developed my skill sets. Don't get me wrong, that's absolutely truthful and it's really great if you can focus on that genuinely. But in the bigger picture, this is about ensuring that you're gonna do the next project and the next project. The positive focus and outlook is there to facilitate your continuing work. It's not about trying to tell yourself that, oh, the bad thing that happened wasn't as bad and I learned so much and that's sufficient. No, 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 that's not the point. The point is to orient yourself optimally so that you can continue to do what it is that you wanna do in the future. There's nothing fundamentally that's gonna make me feel great about the fact that I've filmed 100 plus episodes of this podcast, but I'll never publish them. That still feels like wasted content and wasted potential for me. I'd love for those episodes to be out there in the world, but they don't cut it from a technical standpoint. And I can complain about that, I can sulk, I can try and look for blame in myself or others or who knows what. Or I can ask myself, what is my ultimate goal? And the goal is to continue to work on this podcast, make better episodes, improve myself, try and communicate these subjects and topics to other people in a more accessible and well-articulated way. That's what I want to do. That is the main focus. That is the North Star. And if I lose sight of that, then I'm going to focus on my ego. I'm going to focus on the negative. I'm going to focus on the losing and the loss, all the wasted potential, all those wasted hours. What good is that going to do me? And you can be sure that that doesn't facilitate me getting back on the horse and doing another episode or doing the next approach and the next thing, which is this. I'm in the studio. It's a good space, good mic. I've got a good computer here where I can edit fast and I can start making new episodes and I can work on the podcast again. And instead of having this chain in my ankle, which is those wasted hundred plus episodes, I can look back on that and say, yeah, that wasn't great, wasn't ideal, but I did get a hundred plus hours of training, of rehearsing, of practicing, of work in. And those could be hours that I didn't do if I didn't film anything at all. And that mindset is something that gives me the best tools to do a new episode, to continue 
get back on the horse and do this podcast again. And you're going to find yourself in those positions, in similar positions of loss, of failure, of fucking up. And you're going to feel shit about it. But you also have a choice of looking at it differently. And certainly, I think this putting in the work, putting in the hours, getting the practice is one of the best ways to look at anything that you do. If we fail to look at our past efforts as learning experiences, then we're truly lost in life because we always come from our previous experiences and efforts. And if we fail to see those as stepping stones for the next thing, for improvement, then you are probably focused on the negative and you're probably focused on what you've lost in life and how things could be so much better and how they perhaps have been a lot better before. If that is your outlook on life and the events that have transpired, then it's very likely you'll be stuck there for the rest of your life. So your outlook, your focus, your mindset, your perspective absolutely facilitates your next move. This is what it's about. And if you leave it to chance, if you leave it to these automated processes that you have built in to your current self, then it's very likely you will default into negativity. And it only takes a conscious effort of asking yourself, if I were to look at this situation from a perspective that was maximally facilitating and optimal in relation to my big term goals, how would I be looking at it? How would I be defining that perspective? And that's my invitation for you in this episode. So many people look for the outside to give them a reason to look at life or themselves or what they do from a positive perspective. They want proof from the outside. Tell me and show me why I should be optimistic and positive. And if you do that, you'll most likely be waiting for most of your life for that to happen. And sometimes when it does happen, people are skeptical about it. Oh, that's not true. That's not real. That can't be right. Something's wrong here. Something's wonky. Or if they do accept that it's positive, they'll say, oh, well, that's once in a lifetime. That will never happen again. That's not sufficient to help me change my mind or my actions. So don't wait for the world to prove you why it is that you should be doing something. Don't wait for it to tell you why it is that you should focus on the good. You should focus on the good because that's what facilitates the process for you to get where you want to go and achieve what it is that you want to achieve. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. Finished.